you build your presence, the more you build your reputation, and a good reputation, of course, the more opportunities that are going to come to you. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we've got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Todd? Doing fantastic. Absolutely. So, anything new in the world of Matt? Uh, nope, nothing nothing new. Just keeping on, keeping on, uh, keeping a close eye on the market. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, close eye on the market indeed. Uh, it'll be interesting times here. Of course, we've got... Uh, you know, the, the end of this month marks the end of all the freebies going out to individuals, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see. I think the, the you know, government goes back in session here next week, maybe. And so it'll be interesting to see what they decide, what, what happens. Is, is there, are there more freebies coming? Are they cutting everybody off? What, you know, what are they doing? And so that, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see whatever happens, how that affects our business, how that affects multifamily, how that affects real estate in general, how that affects uh, other businesses too. And, uh, you know, and, and just people's, people's wallet size, you know. Um, so I think we got some interesting times. Definitely, uh, you know, indeed need to be watching the market, paying attention to what's going on. Uh, with that, I'm st- I'm still active. I've been putting in offers, um, you know, to, trying to trying to shake up some deals. Uh, have some deals uh, actually under contract, so I'm excited, you know. But obviously, keeping a uh, close eye on the market as as well. Yep. And even if uh, you know, our listeners are not like taking action in real estate itself, this is a good time to prepare to build up uh, yeah. for for when things are ready. And you have to you have to be taking action. I, I said that the, the, you know the other day on, um, and it was on the podcast. I mean, you you have to be taking action. You have to be. You can't just be sitting around. And so even if you're going, hey, I'm gonna not buy right now because I want to see what's coming. You know, I'm okay with that. But you have to be then taking the right steps, the right action steps. Like, what are you doing to set yourself up to where? When you go, hey, the market is right for me to buy, now I'm buying, is it six months from now? Is it 12 months from now when you finally get prepared? Are you buying kind of the scraps and leftovers because you didn't take action or are you getting the best deals and immediately when you say, I want to buy, is that how we set ourselves up? So that's really important. And that uh, leads us to today's uh, topic, which is a good thing to prepare during this time is uh, building your platform. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, there's a couple reasons to build a platform, build a presence. So let's just call it building a presence, right? Uh, because there's diff- multiple strategies. You don't necessarily have to build a platform, but a lot of what we'll talk about is building a platform. Uh, but building a presence, that's really important. So you've got to, you want to do that for a couple of reasons. First of all, if you're in my business, we're raising money, right? And so we have to be able to attract investors. We have to be able to have investors like us, trust us, and want to bring their money into our deals 
uh, versus somebody else's deals, right? Or, or as alongside somebody else's deal, whatever, however it is, but we, we need to attract them. Also, if you're in my business, you need to get deals, right? So you need to get that reputation that you can actually close on deals. And so building that presence is really important to be able to attract deals, not only attracting deals from brokers, but attracting deals from potential people that want to partner with you, attract deals from just people that want a wholesale fee, or just people that are like, Hey, I found this deal and here it is. Uh, you take it, you know, and, and hopefully you can close on it. You know, so attracting people that know that you can actually perform vitally important. Um, same thing with lending, right? Lenders want to know that you can perform. Um, so building again, your presence, um, property management, all that kind of stuff. The more you build your presence, the more you build your reputation and a good reputation, of course, the more opportunities that are going to come to you. And that's really important. Yep, exactly. People will recognize you uh, and then uh, they build trust in you and they like you. Uh, and when somebody knows, likes and trusts you, then they're going to invest with you. Yep, absolutely. The, you know, um, I don't know if everybody knows who Sam Zell is, but Sam Zell's a, a real estate mogul. Uh, he's got $5 billion uh, valuation. Um, you know, so not, not $5 billion worth of real estate, $5 billion net worth. Um, he's got a big company. You think when his company comes to the table with an offer, he's taken serious? Absolutely, right? He's built his reputation. He's built his presence. Now, he's done it in a different way. He's done it the old school way. Sam Zell's older. I don't know exactly how old he is, but I, I would think he's maybe 70. Um, and he's built his reputation differently. He's built his presence differently. He doesn't have a big podcast and all that kind of stuff. He's never had that, right? Obviously he started it through, through true networking, getting to know people, getting out there, being present, telling people what he did, taking down, you know, taking down deals. That's how he built his presence. And that in my opinion, is actually one of the best ways to build your presence is to be present, right? To actually be doing deals, to actually be networking, to go to meetings, to talk with people, to go to the chamber of commerce, to talk to people, to go to, you know, whatever charity events that you like, that you support and to talk to people, be present, get to know them, add value to them. That is going to be in my opinion, the best way to gain investors, to, to get to know real estate brokers is face-to-face, -face, handshake. Well, now we do elbow bumps, but you know, to actually getting to know them and understand them, you have to see them face-to-face. -face. People trust you so much more, so much quicker when they've actually talked to you face-to-face -face, in person. They've shaked, you know, they've, they shook your hand, you know, maybe you had lunch together, shared a cup of coffee, whatever, you know, that's going to be the strongest connection. And when I look at my investor list, my investor list comprises of a lot of people, potential investors, the investors that invest the majority of times are investors that have 
actually met me, physically met me at one point in time. Now, do, do investors invest with me that I've met through the podcast or I've met through other people's podcasts, you know, things like that? They do, absolutely. But, but the, the majority of the money still comes from people that I've met face-to-face. Now, some of those face-to-face connections have came through my podcast, have came through other ways that I've built my platform. So there, there is definitely something to be said there, but face-to-face still super important. Absolutely. I mean, that rings true in a sense of psychology. I mean, like you see something, you interact with something and it becomes more real to you Mm -hmm. um, in that way. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the, the, the next way, well, we can, we can, we can continue on that. And I think we've got episodes and maybe we'll do another one on networking and some of the strategies, but the, the next way is to build a platform, right? To become the expert, present yourself as the expert, right? And, and you can do that a couple of ways, okay? So maybe you already are an expert. Maybe you've done deals. Uh, maybe you've done deals yourself and with a couple partners, uh, and now you want to raise money, or maybe you've done some deals and want to, you know, get awareness out there that you are you perform on deals. Okay, whatever it is, uh, a podcast, a YouTube channel, um, a book, a blog, you know, those are excellent things. Now, if you've already got the experience, you can oftentimes do it yourself, right? You can write your own blogs with your own thoughts in your head. You can write your own book with your own thoughts, on paper. You can start your own podcast and, and be the, the main expert, the main person that speaks. Or if you don't have the expertise, or maybe even if you do have the expertise, but you want to lean on other people's expertise, which is a fun way to do things, is you start your YouTube channel and interview experts in the industry. So now what do you have to do, Matt? You have to be engaging and ask good questions. That's it. You don't have to necessarily be the expert. Now, is it nice to be also the expert? Yeah, it can be, but you also still have to make sure you allow your guests to be the experts. You can't talk over them. Um, But it might be helpful if you're just really good at asking good questions, right? Some Some of you who are going, man, I can't start a podcast. I can't start a YouTube. I can't do blogging. I can't write a book. Like how can I do any of that stuff? I'm just trying to learn out, learn about, you know, multifamily syndication. Like I don't even, well, guess what? You've got a lot of questions, right? So ask those questions to your guests. If you want to write a blog, ask questions to your hire, you know, not hire, but invite somebody on and interview them and write out, write it down. There's your blog right there. You know, yeah. so great strategy. You don't have to be the expert. 
yeah, all these things add value to your audience uh, and, and gets your name recognized as well. You know, even if you're just starting out and you go on bigger pockets and, you know, somebody asks a question in the forum and you don't know the answer, but you maybe know another thread that does have the answer, you can connect them to that other thread. Uh, and so then people start to see you as a resource of information, even, even if you're not the expert. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Or as along that, you know, maybe you don't know the answer. Maybe you don't even know that it's on a thread or haven't found it on a thread. But you could say, you could do the research. If they ask you a good engaging question and you want to find out the answer, then go find out the answer. Google it. Look it up. You can find it somewhere. And you can say, hey, here's what I found. Boom. And put it all there. Put the information there for them. This is what I found to be true. Okay, great. Now, you did you did you come up with that original thought? No. But as long as you're doing it right, as long as you're giving credit where credit is due, you can still provide value, be a resource, and get recognized as, you know, somebody who knows what they're doing. And that's really important. You're starting to gain that trust. And that's, that's really important to do. Again, you don't have to be enough necessarily the expert right away. And it's a great way, a great way to learn a ton and network with people because you're always interviewing them. So there's a reason for you to actually talk with them, right? So it gives you an excuse, Matt, to get to know some people that you actually want to know, gives you an excuse to get like a free coaching strategy with some of these people. Like, come on, that, how can you beat that? So I think that's really valuable. Now you might go, well, there's a, there's a ton of podcasts out there. You know, how am I going to compete with all of these podcasts? Well, maybe the podcast is the right one for you. Maybe it's a blog. Okay. Well, there's a ton of blogs out there. Okay. Well, maybe it's a YouTube channel. Well, maybe it's a book. You've got to pick something and you don't have, again, you don't have to do any of this stuff. There's people that I know that are very successful without any of this stuff. And they're out there doing the, the old fashioned networking. But this gives you another platform. This gives you another opportunity, I think, to kind of fast forward it. And I think to Bring yourself from being a, not an expert to be known as a thought leader. And that, in my opinion, is a really good thing if you're starting out and trying to make a name for yourself. Yep, exactly. And even if you don't know how to do that stuff, I mean, nobody knew how to make a YouTube channel before they actually made one. Uh, nobody knew how to blog before they right. started blogging. So you just have to take action and do it and learn as you go. Yep, absolutely. You're going to suck at it. Like your first, you know, 30, 50, 100 uh, podcast interviews are going to be terrible. You know, your first 5, 10, 15 blog articles are probably going to be brutal, you know. And you're probably not only going to get a few people to listen or a few people to read what you have to say. You know, but as the more you do it and the more you learn kind of the tools and tricks to getting your name out there, the better it's going to get. And, and more and more people are going to be attracted to you and it's going to become easier and easier and easier. And that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the other way, Matt, is uh, I, I, I've got some, some friends that they, they don't have a podcast. They don't have a YouTube channel. They don't have any of that, but they're really good at building their network. 
They've done it through being on other people's podcasts. So if you're listening to this and going, I've got some experience, I've done some deals. And by the way, you don't, you don't have to have 10,000 units, 3,000 units. A lot of the people, by the way, that have 3,000 units or 1,000 units or whatever, kind of don't really have that anyway, right? They, they've invested in a few deals, $50,000, or they've helped out and partnered on a deal and maybe brought in, you know, a couple investors and got a, a half a percent of the deal, but they, but that was a 400 unit deal. So now they have 400 units. By the way, you, you don't discount what you've done. If you're listening to this and you've done some deals, don't discount what you've done just because somebody else appears to have done more. Now, maybe, maybe they have, but maybe also maybe they've just been part of a couple bigger deals, you know? So, so realize that you can still add value. If you've done like, you know, two, three, four, five deals, you can add value. Maybe you've done some smaller deals, stepped up and did a big, bigger deal. And maybe it's not even huge. Maybe it's only like a 20 unit deal. Well, that's pretty exciting though. For a lot of people that are going, I want to do that, right? You talk to a lot more people at times. Like if I, when I bring on the person that's done, you know, a couple single families and then they jump up to doing a mobile home park, that's 75 unit mobile home park or 35 unit apartment building that attracts a lot of people. A lot of people love that story. And even investors are like, Hey, here's a mover and a shaker, you know, that you don't necessarily have to have done thousands of units just to be on a podcast. So realize that first of all, you do have to do deals. Okay. I will tell, tell you that. So if you're just beginning and you're going, I want to get on somebody else's podcast. Well, you, you're not ready yet, but once you do some deals or once you get some traction, then it's time to start looking. Okay. Can I be on other people's podcasts? Start with some smaller ones and then work your way up to, to trying to get on some bigger, bigger, bigger podcasts. Yep. Even if you've done one deal, that's more deals than the vast majority of people have done, which is zero. So you have value to offer to those people. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, that's another great way is being on other people's podcasts. Um, like I said, you do have to have some experience, but you don't have to have thousands of units. You don't have to have a massive business. You do have to have some experience. You do have to have something of value you can add to people, but you'd be surprised at how much value you can add, even, even if you've only done a few deals. Um, you know, the, the other ways are, are just being present on a website. You mentioned bigger pockets and we already kind of hit on that. So, but being present on a website like bigger pockets and actually truly adding value and not being argumentative. That's one thing I see some people do. I've seen some people go on there and they start to argue and fight with people and they're arrogant and they act like they're the big shot. Nobody likes that on, on, on really any platform, but especially like a bigger pockets, they get shut down pretty quickly. Yeah, but so to so go in there and add value, you know, go in there and do three, four posts a day. And it doesn't have to be your own original post. It can just be a forum to go on and to talk about something that you know the answer to, or you can find the answer to, and just write something of value, of substance, right? I don't want you to put like a two word answer. I want you to put a five sentence paragraph 
of your answer. So add truly add value. So this is, again, notice the theme, Matt, we're talking about. What's, what's the theme? Adding value. Adding value to other people. It's not taking value. It's adding value. Okay. So, so bigger pockets, Facebook groups, you know, be a part of Facebook groups. I, I've got a Facebook group, multifamily mastermind. You join that and add value to us. You're going to see traction. Does this stuff come overnight? No, that's a question now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it doesn't, you know, it takes a long time. You know, Matt, you're writing a book and you're about to get it published. Did you, did you start that book yesterday? No, no, over a year ago. Okay, over a year ago, Matt started this book. He's been writing it for a long time. He's going to add a ton of value to people. And my guess is it's not going to be the first day. The first day he puts it out, my guess he's not going to sell a million copies on day one. So it's, again, it's a long road. It's going to take a while. But Matt's adding a tremendous amount of value. And I know with this book, and we'll talk more about this book in detail as we get to that point, but there's a lot of value that people can take out of the book. And that's what you're going to provide. And, and you're doing it for free. You haven't made a dollar out of this yet, but eventually, and you might not even make a dollar on the book. I don't think that's the point of the book, right? Maybe it is correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the point is to get rich off the book. I think the point is to provide a fantastic resource for people. And then Matt is now somebody people look to, as a real, as an expert in real estate, so many people can trust because he provided that value to them in exchange and it gets him brand awareness essentially. Is that part of the reason why you're doing it or is it to get filthy rich? <laughs> yeah. If I break even on the self-publishing costs, I'll call that a win. But uh, yeah, it's more to add value to people to get my name out there, to build my platform, my presence. So people uh, have something that they can take away with them that, that really helps with their own real estate growth. But they see me as somebody that they can trust. And uh, so for people in the future who want to invest uh, in my deals, uh, you know, they'll, they'll have that. Uh, they'll know who I am and, and we can go from there. Well, I hope you sell millions of copies and do become filthy rich because of the book. But if you don't, again, you've provided value. You've given a lot of people value and you've created a presence in the market that people know who Matt Jones is. Right. And so that's really helpful. So um, I think the, the most important theme again is, is adding value. Make sure you add value to people. And the, the next most important thing is you've got to decide and do something right. Don't just sit and assume things are going to come to you. You've got to create the traction. You've got to create the awareness before I started really like understanding this stuff. And I think I've said it before, probably on this podcast, but people would ask me, you know, what I do. And I would just say, well, I'm in, I'm in real estate. And they'd say, Oh, you're a realtor. I'd say, um, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. But honestly, like I didn't tell anybody what I did, you know, anybody would ask me what I, what I did, but especially like back in my flipping days, Oh, what do you do again? Like if, if people wanted to talk about flipping, I would just kind of brush them away and just change the subject. Cause I didn't, I thought it was like 
me being arrogant, me, you know, bragging about myself and talking too much about myself. And there's that fine line, right? It's, it, you, you don't want to sit there and brag about yourself and talk about yourself. At least I don't want to, that feels gross to me, but people are genuinely interested in what you do. And the other thing is too, is I work with investors. So if people that have money to invest and are looking for a great home for that money, don't know what I do, I'm doing a disservice to them, right? I'm not providing them the opportunity for them to then put their money in safe, secure real estate, right? In an investment that can really do some positive things with their money. I'm not providing them an opportunity because I'm hiding what I do. I'm not, I, you know, I'm trying not to be, you know, arrogant and, and brag about what it, it, that doesn't make any sense. So you have to, again, you don't want to like shout out to the world about it and sound obnoxious, but you do have to get out there and, and let people know what you do. And I still probably don't do a good enough job at it. Cause I still have people who go, I don't really know what you do. What do you do? And I've known them for like five years. <laughs> so I, I don't have anything else, Matt. Uh, I don't know if you have any last things you want to want to say about this. No, that's it for today. Awesome, man. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out, and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.